What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. to the future but embrace our past we study we analyze we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday we exercise trial and error religiously through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
here from Grundahl. Teachley turns that five sideways. Right the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallo Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and FMF. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with us on the line from Mobius Technologies. goes by the name of Scott Watanabe. Scott, how's it going? Great, thanks. Hey, thanks for coming on the show and giving us some time. So, um, in, in, my, in my humble opinion, I think that uh, there's a lot of people who know something about wrist braces. They don't know everything, and, uh, and, and knee braces. They don't know everything about Mobius. You guys are a pretty new company, uh, but doing some pretty interesting and new things out there. Uh, tell me about how the brand kind of got going. Well, um, it really started with knee braces, and um, our um, one of our partners, as well as the engineer and brainchild behind our uh, technology, uh, raced up in the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. and um, for several years, and unfortunately had six separate knee injuries and surgeries, okay. and uh, uh, was uh, and also happened, of course, to be an engineer. So he was compelled to uh, to try to develop a, a better technology um, that, uh, that served the need that he, he felt like that he could have used. For sure, and that, that kind of makes sense as to why one of the first guys that we saw uh, notable riders using the brace was uh, none other than Ryan Villapoto. And uh, from, from my understanding, he's still a user of the brace when he does throw a leg over the bike. Um, like, what, was that like, kind of like, how did you guys uh, kind of reach out to Ryan, or, or were you privy to that information as he was one of your, uh, well, kind of your, your flagship guys? Actually, Darren Fleming, who I referred to uh, before, um, he had it in uh, prototype stage and uh, was able to um, to get it in front of Ryan. And Ryan was so compelled with the the technology that he actually expressed interest in not only helping further develop uh, that product, but uh, also um, if if he was successful in taking you know, the product to market eventually to be an uh, a financial partner in, oh, wow, in okay. Mobius, which he is today. Which he is today. Fair enough. But many, many. I think there's a few people who probably don't know that, uh, and, and and that's actually good on him. That we obviously everyone knows. Uh, 2000 and I think. 12, put his knee out uh, in uh, the, the second last round, and uh, that's only a couple of short years prior to uh, to, uh, to to you starting with Mobius uh, a number of years ago. Correct. Yeah. So um, essentially, Ryan was after that injury and after the recovery right. of that injury was uh, using various forms of uh, uh, or various stages of prototype products of ours, um, and. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that knee injury was quite serious, and uh, he felt that it really helped him uh, those last two seasons of his career um, 
to get through it because it, he was in, he was in a lot of pain, to be honest. And so, um, so he was instrumental in uh, in a lot of the elements of the of the brace that you see today. Wow. Okay. So yeah, because the the brace itself or, or knee braces, there's something that uh, a lot of riders rely on, whether they've had an injury or not, whether it's been a, a small uh, uh, issue with with an MCL uh, or any of the, the the various ligaments within the knee. And anyone who's had a knee injury can attest to uh, when that thing's not stable, it's really really um, difficult to feel comfortable, and and uh, and you want to be able to just do your thing on a motorcycle. Um, how does the technology within the Mobius brace uh, give motocross racers the stability and the peace of mind to simply just go out there and do what they do? Well, the, the heart of our technology and uh, why we feel that we're different from other, um, uh, from other structures that are out there um, is, is really our, what we call our CCRS or the, uh, continuous cable routing system and um with help of uh, orthopedic uh, surgeon consultant uh he actually helped uh i mean darren had the concept but then he helped further um that development in terms of how to uh, support those four main ligaments of the knee uh, whether they've been injured or not and if they've been injured whether they've been repaired or not and so the difference is rather than using a completely rigid structure, uh, Darren developed uh, a structure that, and, and spec the material specifically for this purpose that he could engineer so that it was flexible in some regards or some um, planes, uh, however stiff in other planes. Uh, we wanted to have it stiff in the horizontal plane so that when that cable system is tightened up, it actually wrap, uh, creates a sleeve of support from above and below the knee and, and, uh, and firms up around it and wraps around it. And that's why we want some flexibility in that area rather because, because rigid structures are so difficult and challenging to, um, to have comfortable support in that, uh, in that area. Yeah, so like the first thing that comes to mind when I see the brace is that it looks different. It's uh, it's not the the, the the similar brace that you see with some of the other brands like Asterisk or uh, or, or CTI. The, the 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 foundation of both those braces looks very similar. Your brace uh, looks totally different, and uh, that means uh, to me means that you're coming at it with a completely different approach. Uh, obviously, yeah. like, you don't want the, the need to hyperextend at all, uh, and that that goes goes without saying. But uh, like you. Mentioned that uh, the, the the torsion of the knee, which is a, typically the the mechanism uh, that creates an injury, um, seems to have more of a suspension system in it, more uh, more than a, a kind of like a, a reinforcement system. Well, yes, in part, in that when it uh, uh, the leg is uh, forced uh, into um, either flexion or any type of direction that uh, is. Um, not normal, and of course, normal flexion is the only uh, direction you want your leg to be right. to going in. Is that it? Uh, it re- it resists those forces. So um, the whether it's rotational forces, lateral impacts. Um, what we're really, what we're all really trying to do is is uh, stabilize and support the uh, the tibia in relationship to the femur. You don't want that movement 
that plateau um, of the of the femur, and, and the natural uh, direct or natural negative direction is a forward uh, forward motion of the um, base of the femur on the tibial plateau. But another very common uh, issue is basically catching your toe and and causing a rotational force uh, onto uh, uh, onto any any of the four main ligaments of the knee. For sure, like obviously the the, the main mechanism that I find seems to be uh, an issue with 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 motocross. Your 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 inside leg gets caught in a rut, uh, and it pulls that knee outward more than backward, Correct. and uh, and you end up with uh, with an uh, for sure an MCL tear and often sometimes an ACL tear as well. Uh, how does mm-hmm. the Mobius brace uh, particularly? Um, like protect from that mechanism because that's kind of the most popular mechanism within the, the sure. sport. So, so once again, and I wish we were, I was standing in front of you so I could really show you, um, we'll physically, but, um, uh, yeah, but essentially again, creating that sleeve of support from above and below the knee is that, and, and holding it firmly in such a way that it's not allowed to move in those negative directions as you're describing, as well as others. So it just, uh, because of the way that continuous cable routing system and that continuous cable wraps around and supporting uh, below uh, the knee and the upper part of the tibia coming up and across and crossing behind uh, the thigh and the um, above the knee and then terminating above uh, above the knee and that where the ca- cable is actually tightened is that when that's tightened up, it, it firms up that whole area down to below the knee on the uh, upper part of the tibia. So as a result, if there are any forces applied to, uh, to that, um, either the femur or the tibia to, to move in a direction that can cause stress to any of those four ma- uh, main ligaments or uh, of course, or damage, it resists those forces. And that's whether they are directional or rotational. Fair enough. So, like, uh, and you, you found that obviously uh, all these there's people that are going to this brace for protection more, and also for, um, like, after an injury and before an injury, what do you find is most common? Obviously, there's, there's a lot of people who, if they've had an injury and they want to continue to ride, they're most likely looking into a brace, whether it be covered through uh, uh, insurance or through, uh, or just going out and, and, pur- and purchasing one. Correct. Yes, and, that, and I, you know, to come up with a, uh, 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 a uh, defendable statistic I wouldn't have, but, um, you know, I think that uh, off-road uh, riders do generally, and especially racers do uh, generally accept and use um, knee braces. I mean, there are definitely some that do not, um, but uh, and some don't until they get an injury. Right. So, uh, and, and that's one of our motivations that we only offer our product in pairs uh, for the people who are buying them for uh, a knee injury uh, is that we would like to protect uh, their healthy knee as well. For sure, yeah. Like for me, I, I tore the uh, the MCL in my right knee. Uh, it was very painful, and it was uh, a lot of uh, work to kind of get it back to where I needed to be and have it uh, be 
just feeling comfortable in uh, in just being on the on the on the bike. What I found, honestly, uh, with getting into the brace that I have right now, it's a CTI brace, uh, is that not only do I feel more secure, but uh, I can also put more pressure on the bike when I'm when I'm pinching the bike, uh, which is a, a technique that you need to use. I think like uh, that might be one of the most uh, uh, other than the the injury prevention, the most. Uh, biggest benefit from from riding with with knee braces for me anyway is that having that ability to to just pinch as hard as i want without hurting the inside of my knees sure sure and uh you know that's one of the things uh or design elements that uh, ryan del Toto was instrumental in is that because of that and the fact that he controlled the bike uh in one of the primary ways was uh with his knees is that he wanted a very smooth unobstructed surface on the inboard side of the knee braces so that he um, so nothing interfered with that control awesome well that's good to know a little tidbit on top of that so uh as far as uh, getting the uh, two two knee braces uh what, what's what's someone looking at to uh to invest in in getting uh, uh the protection of a mobius brace in, in terms of pricing yeah um, in the in this, these this is in the U.S. Yeah, in U.S. dollars is that we retail ours for uh, five hundred ninety nine ninety five per pair. For a pair of them, well, that, that's actually pretty uh, competitive, considering uh, like uh, quite a few of the of your competitors are, are, are a little bit more expensive than that. Um, like that, that kind of uh, allows for a little bit more accessibility to knee protection. Wouldn't you not agree? Well, that was by design. Is that uh, I didn't want to be the most expensive brace out there, uh, primarily because I didn't want to uh, discourage uh, the market from uh, from at least considering our technology. So where we wanted to be was close, at least low enough that it would, if someone was compelled by our technology, that it would be um, that price may not be as much of a factor. Whereas if we were the the most expensive brace on the market that might uh, that might just uh, eliminate their desire to to have a look. For sure, you can definitely uh, price yourself out of business. That is for sure. Um, but so, like, who would you say the ideal um, Mobius customer is? Uh, who who is who is the uh, like so like the most common or, or who who isn't the who do you have in mind when designing this brace or des- or, or putting this brace in market? Well, frankly, you know, there's there's so much exposure. Uh, to knee injury, uh, riding, uh, riding an off-road bike that, you know, really we feel, feel like we appeal to everyone. Now, it may, in some cases, it may not be affordable for some, but, uh, but that's why we go clear down to a, a double extra small brace, um, uh, because whether they are and it's difficult to put an age as to what a double extra small would fit, um, but because uh, it's all based upon physiological size. So we've been able to fit um, uh, youth down to as young as six years old. Uh, now that that does depend upon the the size of that the size of that six year old. Yes, because there's you know there's a height. Uh, there can be height limitations or length of leg, let's call it, limitations. And, totally. Uh, and then there can also be uh, thigh circumference limitations. So what we try to do is cover as much of the uh, human population as possible, of, of course, both male and female, 
um, from, uh, and, and it's all based upon thigh, um, thigh diameter, is that, um, so we have seven different sizes ranging from double extra small all the way up to double extra large, which will, uh, which will accommodate an individual with a uh, thigh diameter. We measure six inches from the center point of the kneecap up the thigh and then the circumference of the thigh at that point. And we can accommodate all the way down to a 13-inch circumference thigh and all the way up to a 27-inch thigh. Well, that's interesting, yeah, because my, uh, my, my quads at that, at that spot, which I went on the website and kind of checked that out as to where you guys measure, and that spot, I'm at, I'm at 24 inches. Where, where roughly am I in your, uh, 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 your size spectrum as far as what I'd be looking at? Yeah, we would put you in an extra large. Yeah, that'll come. That the range of thigh diameters is from twenty three to twenty five inches. Fair enough. So I got some thick stems on me, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other thing I wanted to add is that you know we've we've been fortunate in that um, because we we shipped our first product in um, late spring of twenty fifteen. So we haven't been at this very long, but we've been pleasantly surprised at at the number of different users that. Uh, that have contacted us or have purchased our product. One being um, uh, downhill alpine skiers, snowboarders. Right. We've had some wakeboarders, uh, even a surfer, a bowler, hunter, um, a rower. Uh, it, it's you know if you look at the human and uh, condition is that I would just and I'm just throwing just numbers out there, but I, I talk to people all the time and it. See, it appears to me that it's 40 or 50 years old, I would say that 60% of the population has some sort of a knee issue. Oh, for sure. If they're, if they're, whether they're active or whether they're not, it's just simply by deterioration. Uh, the older we get, we see a lot of people that have um, deteriorated almost completely to be bone-on-bone, bone, their meniscus, yeah. and they are just looking for something that they can support their knee with that can help them enjoy their uh, their active activities as much as possible, and so uh, so it, it's really a significant issue, and and that um, that support is so important in helping people uh, enjoy their activities. Absolutely, and as well as as uh, elongate their ability to enjoy those uh, those activities. Like uh, a guy like my dad, who just turned sixty last year, he's bone on bone on uh, on one of his knees right now, and uh, and and that's he's experiencing a lot of instability and a lot of pain with that. And uh, a Mobius brace would be something that would allow him to continue uh, uh, going after the uh, the World Vet National Championships down here in California every year, uh, if he so chooses there to do go. so. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drake's 
has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Entickknapp, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the Collective Experience today. The Collective xp.com as well as the collective ex on instagram is where you can find the collective experience do so immediately the collective experience nobody gets you closer what's wrong jeff i don't know jay well you better feel up with the nutritious breakfast with oats and bran oats and bran i didn't think there was such a that's what i used to think now i start every morning with a bowl of amigos for extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, Big MX listeners, it's time for another commercial break. Please listen carefully to these, and we'll be right back to the show. Thanks. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it, these guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today.
going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. So uh, I put out a, a, bit, a mini, bit of a mini survey on Instagram uh, about uh, three weeks ago uh, while I was driving across Montana. Uh, I asked the question as to what people use as wrist braces, whether it be the Mobius or the CTI, and uh, and if and if they don't use anything at all, why don't they? Um, and really, the only thing that uh, seems to me as far as the barrier to entry as far as using a wrist brace, because most people seem perceptive to using one, was uh, was the price and uh, like. Is that something that you guys have come to as a hurdle with the wrist brace? Uh, like, what, what's um, kind of what's what's to do about the wrist brace? Well, actually, from a price perspective, we've uh, the feedback we've received is that people are pleasantly surprised. The, the common comment is that's all. And so, uh, you know, we, of course, we looked at the competition when when uh, creating this product, and um, uh, you know, we just again, wanted to come into this category, uh, I have to admit, a, a little blindly from the perspective of really understanding what demand really was because it didn't appear to be that strong. But having said that, the vast majority of the people that we spoke to had had some sort of wrist issue, injury, or uh, whether it was something that they actually had to have uh, uh, a physician have a look at to people who had just hurt their wrists. But, but, you know, I think it's very logical. Every time we, we can go out there and trip 10 people and probably nine of them are going to stick their hands out. And the first thing they hit is with their hands. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm trying to think of how many times I've hit the ground on a motorcycle and my, the first thing that hits the ground is always your wrists unless you're going backwards or something like that. Um, Absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of guys out there that have uh, that, that bum wrist or that, that tweaked wrist that they're, they're constantly uh, uh, having to deal with. And on top of the fact that uh, um, a lot of these weekend warriors that we talk about going out on weekends, um, a good number of them work in the construction trades. And uh, probably you as well exactly. as I will know that uh, if you can't use your wrists on Monday to go to work, um, that you're costing yourself money. You may be even costing yourself a job. So for $200 on a wrist brace, uh, I, I would probably uh, look into getting myself a set of these because uh, I can't lay bricks with, uh, with a broken wrist. Correct. And, and I think that the, uh, it's, it's really, this is a, a challenging category because when we contemplated it, we felt like there was a need. But there didn't seem to be a lot of, let's say, uh, uh, a lot of offerings out there, and there wasn't much talk about those offerings. Right. So, in 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 trying to talk to different uh, writers at different levels and different areas, it it really wasn't something that is 
first and foremost on people's minds unless they'd experienced an injury. Right. And so, you know, I, I hope that that changes, but it, we were still compelled, obviously, to go forward with the project. Um, but it definitely is, is uh, typically not something that someone worries about in spite of what you just said <laughs> about totally. yeah. the, the, the need. Um, uh, not something that people typically think about unless they've experienced a significant enough injury that has woke them up, let's say. Um, now, having said that, I, I believe because we've promoted uh, them so heavily and have some uh, awesome athletes out there using it, but also, also because of our price point being more reasonable, is that I think that people are becoming more aware and we're getting more users that are using them for preventative purposes uh, as opposed to just af- uh, post-injury. Okay, because yeah, like uh, for for me, that that's really why uh, it's, that's that's the why as to why I wanted to uh, have you on this podcast is to to inform people so that they can know about you before they need you. Uh, and, and like, because I, I don't I, I don't like see people seeing people get injured. I don't like to, to see people miss time from work or or have to uh, to not not race motocross anymore because of an injury. And uh, and basically, this this podcast is put in place to to educate those who might listen as to uh, some of the the, the technology within the, the these protective pieces, as well as the fact that they're out there and they're available, and uh, and and some of the benefits that you're going to find from them. And I find uh, mm-hmm. that um, like as far as uh, your 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 everyday racer who really is not going to be he- uh, like held back at all by any uh, lack of mobility on a motorcycle. I, I like uh, I, I've seen uh, factory pros grab one of my bikes and do unspeakable things with it, Scott. And uh, that tells me that the technology <laughs> is not what's holding me back. Um, so, uh, like that being said, I, I, I would definitely probably look into something like a wrist brace, something that would allow me, like, like I said, to continue to lay bricks and make a living so that I can continue riding my motorcycle because, uh, sure. like with, without the, without the job, I can't do the, the thing that I love. And, uh, if I, if I get hurt doing the thing that I love, then, uh, everything goes away. Sure. Sure. And, and, uh, like our knee brace, our wrist braces are g- good for, whether they, an individual has experienced injury or whether they're using it for preventative purposes. Um, uh, because of how we have built the features uh, into the uh, wrist brace uh, that um, approach both needs, whether it's someone that needs to or is wanting to use them for preventative purposes or someone that has had an, uh, an injury, whether it's been repaired or unrepaired, and is looking for some additional support that will help them uh, continue to ride uh, more comfortably. So what are some of the features of the brace, uh, the wrist brace specifically? Um, like what are the, it seems like a pretty unique uh, closure system. Uh, it's a, a, like kind of like a, a cabled system to, to for closure. Uh, it seems pretty robust as far as its, its construction, but it also seems light because it's a, a hardened, like is it a hardened plastic or a different type of material? It's, you know, it's actually um, a... Um, Glass-filled nylon, and uh, and it's the same material as the uh, as, as our knee braces. And again, it, it really is uh, good for us, in our opinion, from the standpoint of enhancing our technology, but also providing um, a very impact-resistant and very durable material. So, uh, so we chose it for for more than one purpose. 
and and we were also able to incorporate our uh, CCRS um, patent pending technology into it that actually serves just a slightly different purpose. Um, I mean, it's still progressive in nature, but what uh, uh, writers have explained their experiences to me is that what we designed into it is the cable system allows a more of a progressive support. So as the uh, as there's stress put on the system by the um, by the hand in relationship to the ulnar radius, is that it progressively tightens. So um, someone that's had an injury, if they go out and they're suffering discomfort or pain, uh, then what it does is in the in the rhythm sections, in the uh, on the jumps, um, the landings. Uh, anytime that there's uh, impact onto the wrist, uh, then what it does is it progressively tightens rather than just providing a, a mechanical stop. Um, so it's, it, it provides that progressive support so that it keeps them more comfortable, even from vibration. Uh, we've also incorporated, uh, incorporated a, um, an adjustable uh, mechanical stop because a lot of people, especially someone that's experienced an injury, uh, may not be able to comfortably go to a certain degree of flexion without uh, both of my wrists from motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, um, I, I can't comfortably go past about 50 degrees of flexion. Um, wow, and so I can stop it at, say, 48 known. degrees. Yeah. And so ours, uh, our brace is... Um, adjustable for, uh, on a mechanical stop basis from a 10-degree stop to a 70-degree stop. Uh, a 10-degree stop would be f- more likely for someone that's had to have their wrist fused, which there are an amazing number of people that have had that, that procedure that they've had to have done. For sure. That is uh, um, kind of the be-all, end-all as far as like making sure that it's not going to have issues in the in the in the future, although that does keep you uh, pretty immobilized, uh, go in your for the rest of your days. Um, like, uh, what what do you find most people are uh, are benefiting from most when it comes to the, to the brace? Uh, as your dog is, uh, is is saying hello in the background, yeah, sorry not, about a, that. not a problem. We are dog friendly here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Uh, he's probably just happy to see you. Um, but um, no, is, what are what are people finding the biggest benefit from? Is is it uh, simply the protection and the peace of mind knowing that you can go to work on Monday, uh, or is it also uh, some stability and that kind of like like you mentioned? Uh, um, almost like uh, rather than just hitting the brakes and locking up the tires, it seems like there's a bit of a, uh, um, an, a- an ABS system, if you will, a kind of like a, it's, it more slows the wrist down rather than just abruptly stops it. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and it actually will do both because obviously we, uh, we can't have a, a wrist going so far in the flexion that it, uh, without stopping, that it uh, causes injury. So we do have mechanical stop built in, but, but as you said, that more of that... Um, dampening or uh, progressive tightening system. Uh, and, and I'd have to say today, as far as users that, uh, of our product today, uh, I would say the majority are, have experienced a wrist injury. Um, but as I mentioned before, is that I think that we're seeing an increase of users coming in and using uh, our product uh, for preventative purposes as well. 
That's awesome, man. Well, Scott, it's 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 been a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Uh, um, do you have like a like? Is there an info email people can reach out if they want more information? Yeah. Um, where can people get in touch with you? In, uh, we can they can uh, touch base with us by email at info at Mobius Braces. That's M O B I U S B R A C E S dot com. They can also have a look at our website at MobiusBraces.com. Uh, and uh, I really, really appreciate you having us on the show. Um, no problem. Uh, and appreciate the opportunity to explain to the public out there as to what we're about. For sure, man. Knowledge is power. And uh, if people can listen to this and, and take a little bit of something from it, and if that keeps them uh, safer on the track or keeps them from getting an injury, um, if even one person out there uh, sustains, like, doesn't sustain a sprained wrist or a sprained knee because of listening to this podcast, it was more than well worth the half hour we spent doing it. So uh, that to me is why uh, we had John. Uh, agreed. And thanks again. No problem, my friend. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, let's cut okay. it off right there. Perfect. That was great. Okay. Okay. Well, I really appreciate it. No uh, problem at all, man. I apologize that we weren't able to hook up in A1 and, oh, it's and the fact that I'm probably not going to make any of the races <laughs> that you're going to be. Oh, bending. yeah. No problem. Well, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, because I'm at, uh, like, where, whereabouts are you guys located again? In Idaho? We're in, actually in Sun Valley, Idaho. Okay. Fair enough. Well, so we're, um, uh, more, uh, we're most notably ski country, but there's an awful lot of uh, uh, trail riders and motocrossers up here. I was going to say, you're like, that's where uh, Rich Taylor's from, Sun Valley. I yes, think. absolutely. He okay. certainly is. That's and, funny. And uh, Danny Laporte used to have a house here. I just saw him at A1. Um, Bob Hanna used to live up here. Right. Um, so we've had a few guys that uh, have dwelled in our valley. I've actually, I'd be interested to find out what uh, what most skiers think of, like especially mogul skiers thinking about going into a Mobius brace, because uh, that was actually my bread and butter as an athlete. I, I competed with the uh, the provincial uh-huh. team back home as a mogul skier, um, and like one of the uh-huh. things that fantastic. Right, right. And um, one of the things that like inherent with mogul skiing is that you have to have knee roll, like you have to keep your knees together, and you have to get yeah. that, like you're basically the 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 head of or I guess that's not really the head it's like basically the base of like that teardrop of your quadricep muscle has to basically drop right. in behind the knee capsule a little bit uh-huh. when you go uh-huh. from one turn to the next you kind of flip that yeah. back and forth yeah. to help uh, mogul skiing um, but that's not something that would really be allowed with uh, the Mobius brace do you guys have, like kind of like run into issues well like that actually at all, you know it just so happens that my uh my daughter-in-law is a two-time Olympian for the U.S. team. No um, way. Uh, in in mogul skiing. Who's Heather that? McPhee. He- Heather McPhee. Out of, she went to um, Vancouver and to yeah, the yeah. Sochi Olympics. No, I, I, w- I was there in, in Vancouver. That's too funny. Oh, you were? Oh, fantastic. So yeah, was uh, that was fun. Yeah, I did one Fantastic. of the, the the forerunning for the Olympic uh, for the mogul course. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and my son was actually there uh, in border cross. Oh, that's funny. That's cool. Yeah, that's he cool. he went to Torino and to Vancouver and then oh, retired. But but and nevertheless, is that she um, the only uh, issues that she has is really when they go into uh, way beyond, as you know, way beyond a ninety degree flexion. Right. Is that that's where she felt like that she could feel 
um, uh, some restriction to the point where it would concern her about uh, in com- uh, competition. Yeah, totally. Like I, I'd never tried knee braces for skiing. Obviously, like, I, I didn't sustain my money injury until about two summers ago, mm-hmm. uh, long after my my best skiing days were behind me. But uh, um, I'm always kind of curious about that because, like anyone who ever tells me or like I, everyone finds out I was a mogul skier, they assume I have bad knees. Which to me, like mo- there's right. nothing more fluid for your knees actually than skiing moguls. Mm-hmm. Like to me, just because you're right. literally just bending and flexing them as quickly as you can, it's more of like a you're like almost like kind of just slipping and sliding down it more than you are like, cause you're kind of like you're sucking right. your knees up yep, and absolutely. pushing it back down. Most yep. people just see the, the pounding that, uh, uh, like if someone gets out of control and they like hit the hit six moguls in a row, really like just slamming mm-hmm. into them that I imagine is probably not great for your knees, but, um, yeah, for, to go fast in moguls, you actually is pretty smooth, but, um, yeah, yeah like I, I was, that's we have, to find uh, out. we do have competitive, uh, uh, border crossers, skier crossers, okay. um, and uh, and then a lot of recreational skiers on them. Um, we've got some uh, backcountry guides uh, on them as well, both here and in Canada, um, and uh, and a number of ski patrolmen and ski uh, um, and ski instructors here in Sun Valley, also down in Park City, Snowbird, Alta, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, okay. um, that have all come to us. That's killer. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I would love to uh, to give this give this stuff like a little bit of a uh, a comparison test to my to my CTI uh, knee braces. Yeah, Is that sure. something that you guys could uh, could arrange for me? Absolutely. Just um, uh, you indicate you you measure an extra large. I think so. Like I, maybe I don't know if I'm in the wrong spot. I do have some beefy quads on me, uh, but um, yeah, yeah it's, I, I, so what like, I'd want I'm about do six feet tall. Okay, would I be able to, well, believe it or not, I fitted someone that was not too long ago to 6'4 and measured an extra small brace. Good Lord. That's, so, <laughs> but he only weighed about 135 pounds and 6'4. Yep. But anyway, uh, what, would, would there be an address in the U.S. that, I'd be, that I could ship to you while you're here? Yeah, no, I'm I'm staying with Dennis Stapleton, who is a uh, a motocross action oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, guy here. Uh-huh. So um, yeah. he's I, I can give you his uh, I can text you yeah. his information to you. If you and, text uh, me uh, his address, yep, and go ahead and put his name on there, and I'll do it in care of. And then uh, what I'll do is I'll send you a set of extra larges out, okay. and then you uh, and then play around with them. Um, just in case that you, we might put you down into a large, but uh, play around with them and then give me a call, and then we can kind of walk few, uh, through a few things if you uh, have any questions or issues. Okay, perfect. That that would be great. Like I'd love to become a little bit of a foot soldier for you guys because uh, protecting yeah, the awesome. body is uh, is a huge thing for me. It a lot like I like I relate to a lot of riders who uh, have missed time. Uh, luckily, I work mm-hmm. for my dad as a bricklayer, so he doesn't fire me when I get hurt. But there's plenty of friends of mine that literally like they don't race anymore because uh, if they get injured, their like their their job would be gone. Um, and if they like if they had a product, <laughs> funny that you would, say that. If I they, had a bricklayer and a and a um, uh, general contractor yep. use their braces at work as well as riding. There you go. Because they're always kneeling. Yeah. Uh, of course, in bricklaying, but For also sure. always kneeling, like when he was installing floors. And he said, "They're awesome." <laughs> so there you uh, go. 
it's, so it's funny how the people think of using them. And then they said that they, they, you know, it was easier on their knees because of the support. Definitely. No, I, I, uh, I think my, the, the, the skin on my knees is like permanently rough for that reason. And it's, it's probably like, mm-hmm. you probably look at my knees and you're like, that guy, <laughs> uh, has some pretty weird extracurricular activities he's doing. Uh, okay. We're not going to go there. <laughs> exactly. But I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not the greatest. And uh, yeah, I totally like if it's knee, knee uh, a knee pad or a, a patella cup, knee brace and stuff like that definitely does help. But uh, yeah, if you, if you guys could do that for me, that'd be huge. And, uh, and even like, uh, I don't know if you guys could also send a wrist brace, but I've never no tried one. And I'd love to kind of just get the feel of yeah. what it even would feel yep. like. Could you, if you would measure yourself up, so sure. we're sure where do I what measure? The size you are, uh, and then uh, that's also on our website, measuring protocol. Um, okay. But essentially, it's just below your hand uh, on the narrowest part of your wrist. There's that kind of that bone on the outboard side of your of your wrist. Okay, it kind of protrudes. It's a, it's a like a circular. Knob. Okay. Okay. So it's between between there and it's essentially right where your pivot. Okay. So you can just measure the linear width right there, just as if you use calipers on the width of the wrist right there. Perfect. No, I can I can do that for you. No problem. I'll send you uh, Dennis's uh, info, and uh, I'm excited to try that stuff out. And I'll, I'll literally like kind of like back to back test right. it with my cool. uh, my CTI stuff and see uh, and see which one uh, kind of feels better and give you guys some feedback. Okay, sounds good. Awesome, man. Well, you have yourself a great rest of your day. I can, I'll I'll send you a link to this okay. as soon as it's up, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get it out. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye.